okay, if there's 99 perfectly saved people, it's not even a way to say that, but if there's one sinner and you have the opportunity to go after them out of 100 people, would you not pursue them? This story, the parable of the lost sheep that I'm sure some of you have heard, if not you, you're about to hear it right now. It, it's quite simple. In fact, it's, it's Jesus saying if there's 100 people or 100 sheep, and one of them is in need of salvation. One of them is lost. One of them is separated from the rest of the flock. Would you not leave those 99 that are safe to go after the one who's not? I'm going to read it. Jesus is talking and he says, Then all the tax collectors and sinners drew near to him to hear him. So all these people, the tax collectors, the sinners, the lost people are coming near to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke to them the Pharisees, the scribes, the people that claim to live by the law. And he spoke to them with this parable saying, in verse 4 of Luke chapter 15, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he's found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep which was lost. I say to you, that likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. That's the gospel, is that the Son of God, the Jesus, the creator of the universe, God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross, and he came looking for those who are lost, which is all of us. Um, we all are fallen short and, and need Jesus. And in this picture, the 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 religious people are complaining that Jesus is sitting with sinners. Let that be said of us, that we're willing to sit down with those who don't have the hope of the gospel yet and, and dine with them and spend time with them, engage with them. There's a cost to sharing the gospel. There's a cost to living your life on mission, to intentionally living out your life in such a way that sometimes you're exposed to those things you might not be uncomfortable with, or you might be around people you're uncomfortable with. But that's, that's, that's the pursuit of the lost that Jesus is talking about here. I believe that our job as the church is not to sit around with the 99 just people, the 99 people who've perfectly lived out the law, even though none of us exist. Um, our job is not to sit around with them. We come to church. We come to the gathering of the church to be encouraged, to lift one another up, to call each other sin out, to do all of the works that the church is commanded to do. And yet, there comes a moment when we must walk away from that little gathering, that little huddle, and go looking for lost people. And Jesus is saying, who among you wouldn't celebrate if one lost sheep comes back to the herd? That's our job as the church. That's how we live out our lives on mission. If you're struggling to figure out how to live on mission, then I would encourage you this. Look for somebody in your circle, somebody out just that you live your life around. Maybe it's your neighbors. Maybe it's the people that you work with. I, I kind of hound on this on this show because I really think that this is the job of the church living on mission is that we look for people. We purposefully go out of our way to engage with the lost people. Jesus is saying there's so much celebration in this. There's more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just or saved people who need no repentance? Come on. We all need repentance. That's that's not what I'm getting at here. But really, I just want to encourage us as people who 
are living on mission, it's sometimes as simple as getting just slightly uncomfortable and going to the people that we wouldn't normally hang out with. The ones who do something different than you, the ones who think differently than you, the ones who have different ideologies from you, the ones who politically are charged differently. Let's be people who literally go out in pursuit of them. Let's be people who passionately pursue (laughs) the lost. Jesus says that the farmer who leaves the 99 to go after the one, he searches until he finds him. He puts him over his shoulder and he celebrates with great joy and he invites his friends and neighbors. When someone comes into a new relationship with Jesus, that's the joy we get to celebrate with them and and in community. He comes back to that, that community and he goes, look at what I've found. Guys, lost people every day are walking by you. It's not our job to to do the saving. We get to be the ones just, in fact, (laughs) we don't have to be the one to go out and labor to get them in. The labor has been done. Jesus paid the price on the cross. You and I just get to be the ones to go out and and invite them into the relationship, invite them into the family of God, invite them to come back into the, the, the pen with the rest of the sheep, whatever silly analogy you want to use. My point is this, let's be a church known for intentionally seeking out people for intentionally going where we're uncomfortable. For some of you, that might be a missions trip that you've never considered going and leaving the country and going literally out of your comfort zone to go find someone and share the hope with the gospel. For some of you, it means going to your local brewery and sitting down and having your lunch there intentionally so that you can start a conversation with the person at the next picnic table over. For some of you, that means going to work, sitting down at your cubicle. I don't know if people have cubicles anymore, but I think they do. Everybody works from home now. But going and sitting down with somebody at the lunchroom, at the cubicle, at the cash register across from you and going, hey, how, what's your life like? What's your story? Sometimes inviting people into deep conversation, people quite often want to be a part of that conversation. So, man, guys, if this week all I did was encourage you to just go look for somebody, go look for a sheep, a lost sheep, one of the ones who's off wandering, there's celebration in heaven when one of them comes home. Some of you might lead a ministry or lead a church or do a thing where you're, you're looking through the quantity number, <laughs> the quantity number, that you're looking at the quantity of people that your ministry is impacting and you're going, man, if only I could do this, if only I could add to that. Remember, this one person, that one person in your entire ministry that might decide to follow Jesus, that is worth celebrating. Don't let the enemy, don't let the people around you, don't let the numbers of the church down the street or the numbers of the gathering down the street, don't let those dissuade you from your call to reach your community, to reach the people you have interaction with, to reach the people God's placed you alongside for the gospel. If one of them comes to know Jesus, there is celebration in heaven and we should be celebrating it just the same. Let's be people known for celebrating these little tiny victories for the kingdom. Uh, I hope that you have a great week. My name is Andy Ziesmer. Uh, I'm the director of a Jesus mission, but I, re- I, I, I do this show on weekdays just every Friday just to encourage you to be people living intentionally, living on mission, living small micro steps towards uh, the mission of Jesus in our day-to-day lives. So thanks for watching. I'll see you next Friday.